for a social commentator to not speak on the latest shootings in Florida and Parkland, I would be doing a disservice <clears throat> to my podcast, to our podcast. Now, this horrific mass murder being caused by this individual in Parkland, Florida is no doubt a terrible occurrence, no doubt something I wouldn't wish upon anybody, but we need to take a good, hard look at what's going on here. Because people on both sides of the spectrum are not happy. Some are claiming that the individual was no doubt mentally ill and that was the reason why he did what he did. Other people, and I've seen many articles pop up, are claiming that the mentally ill are not predisposed to extreme gun violence and that we need to be careful about how we address this situation. First and foremost, I would just like to spew a couple of facts. The United States is by far the most armed nation when it comes to its citizenry. There are more than 100 guns per 100 residents in the United States. So being that not every family, not every household has a gun, that means there are some folks that are truly armed to the T. So we need to keep that in mind. Another very important fact that I think we need to keep in perspective is that this nation was founded on the guns of its citizens. Literally founded on the guns of its citizens. George Washington recruited specifically backwoods huntsmen for their incredible accuracy from long distance. They pretty much were the best sharpshooters of their day due to the fact that that's what they did for a living. So please, let's remember that this nation was founded on guns. So there is no way we can't assume that that uh, had a trickle-down effect in many families that are very proud of their American heritage. You see? Now, another... Point and fact that we need to understand that there's definitely a weapons industrial complex in the United States. It's an over $8 billion industry and the weapons manufacturer manufacturers will not go down easy. That's very easy to say. You know, that's going to be an uphill battle if we really want to take this up in court. Now, being that this nation is armed like no other nation, I think that if we attempted to disarm those people who hold the idea of the Second Amendment dearly and with fervor, we need to be very careful. This could very likely could potentially incite a revolution. Honestly, I mean, people are not just going to give up their guns. 
It's point blank, period. That's the end of the story when it comes to that. Now, nobody wants to see mass murders. We need to be careful because if we want to disarm those people that hold on to their guns with a fervor and would die by the Second Amendment rights, we would truly incite a revolution. Now me, I'm, I'm a believer of uh, defending when attacked. So, I'm not against owning guns. Definitely not against owning guns. But we, I also truly believe that we need to vet as hard as we can. When it comes to selling these weapons. Now comes the subject of being mentally ill and diagnosing somebody that's mentally ill before they purchase a weapon. We need to understand though that quote unquote mentally ill is a vague term. It's even a term that professionals can't really truly give you a Stone cold definition on. Now, I have a couple of things to talk about from this one study by a Michael H. Stone of Columbia College in a report called Mass Murder, Mental Illness, and Men. He claims there is vagueness inherent in the phrase mentally ill. Not all who use the term use it in the same way not even within the field of psychiatry, let alone within the much wider public sphere, end quote. So this is a very difficult situation because this doctor, Mr. Michael H. Stone himself, has another little paragraph where he leaves me a little confused. He says, Mass killers are rarely insane and don't typically have delusions or the psychotic fantasies of the paranoid schizophrenic. Instead, they usually have personality disorders with narcissistic and paranoid traits such as entitlement, self-righteousness, and resentment. End quote. I mean, that's a little confusing to me because I would consider someone with extreme personality disorders uh, mentally ill. So, I mean, there's a, a paradox in that paragraph to me. I mean, professionals can't define what a mentally ill person is. So, then it's going to be tough sledding. An incredibly hard and difficult thing to do to vet for these people. Now, there are already a couple of laws, you could say, that a couple of states have endorsed called Extreme Risk Protection Orders. And what these orders do is uh, basically take away the weapons of people who are deemed dangerous to themselves or others. Uh, obviously, somebody in the family 
Uh, I believe in some of the states, uh, it can be the state or uh, the police who can intervene and ask the courts to take the weapons away from these people. But people are definitely slipping through the cracks when it comes to sales. Manufacturers are going to want to sell to as many people as possible. That's just business for them, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, government definitely has to make the restrictions more difficult. But I think we need to stop at that point. Well, I don't know about taking the weapons away from people that already have weapons. I mean, that's a very, 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 very fine line that we would have to walk. And that's just way too much power for the government and the state. I mean, they could literally use that excuse on anybody and deem anybody mentally ill in some form or fashion. And uh, take your weapons away. I don't have the quote with me at the moment, the exact quote, but I believe it was Thomas Jefferson who said that every so often the population and the mass needs to rise up in arms against its government just to let it know that it will not stand for oppression. So let's think about this clearly. Nobody wants to see mass murders. I definitely agree. We need to vet much more when it comes to who obtains these weapons. We need to definitely fight the manufacturers on that point. But I do not believe we take the weapons away from the people who already own them. And when it comes to our localities to the places where we live that's where we go back to treating people with respect with love because sometimes it's it's a slight and the slightest of slights that people deem as enough for them to cause these horrific Murders. So, I'm a little fluid on this topic, but I definitely believe that the people who own guns should be left alone for the time being. We just cannot give that much power to the state and government. And when it comes to the mentally ill, I think we need to work on exactly who we consider mentally ill. We can't have this fluid definition. We need to have a consensus. Because <clears throat> I believe that most of us, through our lifetime, at one point, in our, tra in our trajectory of our life would be considered a form of uh, crazy, I guess you could say. We would uh, 
expose ourselves of character flaws that would definitely be a hindrance if we had weapons in our hands. And so be it. Maybe we are not ready. Maybe we are not ready at that point in time. If we would be diagnosed with psychotic symptoms, we would definitely not be ready to have weapons in our hands. I think maybe a psychiatric evaluation should be or could be one of the prerequisites to owning a gun. I understand it would create a lot of red tape. But this is a very important issue. This is life and death issue that we need to take into consideration. But for the time being, all we can do is treat others with respect and love.